0: Welcome to Game & Watch, the show where we talk about games we've been gaming and movies and TV shows we've been watching. I'm Aaron. And I'm James. And today we have a special episode, an episode that I am very excited by. James, I'm sure you are excited by as well. Very. Yeah. Would you please tell us, what are we
1: doing today? We're going to be ranking our top eight favorite Zelda dungeons. Yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Um The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom will be out um when this episode comes out and yeah. we have Zelda fever.
1: We really do and um and also like a, a sheer uh sense of dread at the amount of Zelda content that I will be ingesting. Um and I say that like positively and negatively as I've I've aired my uh my fears in that this is yet another open world game I've tried to kind of swear those off and then um basically like my two favorite game series were like hey uh we're gonna put out an open world game uh or another open world game in zelda's case and i'm like well son of a bitch you
0: what is me, the other you series? pull me back in elden Ring. <laughs> oh yeah of yeah
1: course.
0: um yeah but is are your fears for the game or, and its quality or are your fears for your own personal life falling to ruin
1: i generally have faith that the game will be excellent. I like I'm well, I, I don't want to share any details because you have not uh, consumed any content. There's one particular thing uh that I am slightly nervous about. Um, I just I just
0: know about the hands. Do you know about the hands?
1: I do. And we don't need to get into that. In fact, no. what we should do is we should Let's act, move on. Yeah, like we should act as if we don't. <laughs> We should we should pretend like we are talking about the game and our thoughts about it now because it's the future when when people are listening to this recording schedules are real time benders. Yeah, we are clearly doing this uh, now. We're recording only a couple days after our last episode because we got uh, Zelda to play and also also like Mother's Day to attend to. I mean,
0: one of those things is more important than the other, but I'll let the listener decide that.
1: (laughs) Um, so we decided we're not going to record. We're not going to put in a, like a ton of the usual effort into a, a regular episode this week and weekend. And frankly, I'm just going to say maybe not next week either, because there's gonna be a lot of video games to play.
0: You heard it here first, guys.
1: <laughs> maybe we'll just skip the week. Maybe we'll do another special episode. We'll see. We'll, I don't know. We'll we'll check in with each other next week and see generally yeah. how much how we're like in the game. And and yeah, we'll We'll see how it goes.
0: Um, so, should we jump into our list? Is there anything to
1: talk about? Any preamble? I
0: guess we should discuss uh, our personal criteria a little bit.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's it's what you'd expect. Um, and I, I imagine you would kind of echo these, and and the ones I considered were uh, aesthetic. Actually, played a very massive part in my my Mine choosing. Yeah, uh, that like marriage with music as well. Music was a big factor. The item you get and its use within that dungeon is a big factor, bosses and mini bosses. But I will, as I look through the notes that I took as I was putting together this list, I feel like it is mostly like aesthetic related.
0: It's it's definitely vibes, um, and part of that for mine is I don't remember individual puzzles, and I'm not going to speak to individual puzzles. I won't either. But I do remember generally, like the, the dungeons I'll be talking about, I remember having good puzzles, mm. and typically with the items in those dungeons. So we'll, we'll get to what that looks like a little more specifically when we talk about each dungeon.
1: Yeah, and I'll add to my preamble that this is chaos. I have... <laughs> I think I have my eight through three nailed down, although my three and fours, I'm sure I'll mention again, probably could be switched uh, depending on what mood I'm in. My one and two are also locked down in terms of what should be the top two, but I don't, the order, I might switch at the very last second because I've been wrestling with it. I'm going to be going back and forth both. We'll see. I like it. The other thing I'm going to say is that, I think that in my handling of well, actually, you know what? I'll talk about this relative to my eighth pick when I talk about my eighth pick.
0: Okay. Um, would you like me to jump in at number eight? Yeah, please do. All right. Starting things off. uh, My number eight favorite Zelda temple is the forest temple from Twilight Princess. Ooh, the the very first temple with the the monkeys with the monkeys. Tell me why so i do let's talk about the monkeys right up at the top um i like when dungeons feature other characters um or creatures or things like that maybe you (laughs) have to ferry them different places sometimes it could be annoying but i'm thinking of the dungeon wind waker when you transport medley um i didn't mind that one
1: i I don't Uh, either i mean i think i think you do medley in the earth temple and you do i forgot the other guy's name the Coral guy in in the wind temple yeah
0: yeah, I don't really mind those. I think the monkeys are fun because you're kind of guiding them throughout the temple, um, but you don't have to be responsible for them. Yeah. I also like uh, the signature item, the Gale Boomerang. I think it sets up some clever puzzles with like lining up shots and spinning the wind turbines. So you like turn the bridges. I like that. Um, and generally in terms of aesthetic and vibe, this feels more like a forest temple than the one in uh, Ocarina of Time. Interesting. I love I love the Forest Temple in Ocarina of Time, but the Twilight Princess Forest Temple, it feels more open. It feels kind of more crumbling and like the elements have gotten in and there's more abundant plant life kind of growing throughout it.
1: That's true. You're you're right about that. It's strictly adhering to like the definition of a forest, like it's more foresty flat out. Yeah,
0: I like that the Forest Temple in Ocarina of Time has some haunted house elements. I do think that's cool. Uh, But I think that they were wise to lean in on the forest element for this one.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Also, as an added fun bonus, uh, the boss, not super memorable, other than uh, you beat him by hitting him in the butt.
1: Yeah, big Uh, uh, a lot of big baboon butts in this. Yeah, a lot of baboon butts. Uh, So
0: that's fun. Um, Yeah, so nothing like crazy, mind-blowing about the forest temple, but I think aesthetically it works. I really like the item, and I think the monkeys are fun.
1: Nice. That's a great start to this. I I didn't expect you to put that, um, but I like it. I am actually I'm going to switch my seven and eight uh, right now. Um, As hearing you talk about this, it kind of made me realize that I need to do this. Uh, My number eight is going to be the Earth Temple and Wind Waker. Okay. It was originally what is my number seven. Um, It's my number eight now. Oh, it is eight. OK, yeah, yeah, I'm moving it. Um, And I I guess I was I guess I was t- a little torn about that once I came up with my number eight. I was like, actually, should this be higher? And uh, you talking about this and mentioning um, having like another character to, to I want to say to deal with because I don't really see it as a hindrance. What's, what's funny about Wind Waker is and this is maybe you can guess some things about you know, the presence and absence of certain games and their temples on my list higher than this based on what I'm about to say. But Wind Waker is one of my favorite Zelda games ever. Top two, possibly top three, possibly top two. But I'm I don't n- think the temples are and the dungeons are really why. I agree I, with you. It's a game I love so dearly. There's so many parts of it I, I, I love, but I I think that this is, and I guess I'll just say this is the only Wind Waker temple on my list.
0: I only have one Wind Waker on my list as well. Okay. So I, but I think that's very telling. Yeah. Um, Cause I think it goes to what you're saying. I do know that Wind Waker had a bit of a rush production, uh, that Temple of the Gods was supposed to be a lot bigger, was supposed to be a full dungeon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I know they were going to do more with uh, Hyrule under the sea. So I wonder if those dungeons, uh, because the other thing, too, is the dungeons in Wind Waker are probably some of the most approachable dungeons in a Zelda game. Um, they're, I, you know, I won't call them easy, but they're they're relatively straightforward. And I wonder if that's because of the production schedule and they wanted to add more, but they didn't have time.
1: You might be right about that. And and again, this is no insult to the game whatsoever. Again, I mean, I have games on here with more dungeons on my list that i like less than wind waker to be sure but so in the earth temple and and in a weird way it kind of was a toss-up between the earth temple and the wind temple it is the wind temple right it's not yeah um i think the earth the reason i went with the earth temple is i I think it is fun to play with the the rito character medley and in her harp um it feels like a very real place it's very like it's very like i don't know like quite like dungeony, I guess it, it, maybe like a not a catacombs but it's like overrun with like re-deads and other enemies and yeah. I enjoy mirror shield and light gimmicks generally um, and we have that to deal with as well and the music is pretty haunting it's got like I don't even didgeridoo is like the main instrument I could pick out when I was re-listening to the music for this um, but it's, it's it's yeah it's a little haunting but it's pretty awesome
0: um, yeah, and that character Medley, I, I love that character in the game. She's yeah, great.
1: she is really great. Um, and this is a good example of another character to interact with, and in, 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 throughout the course, the majority of a dungeon, uh, in sharp contrast to Jabba Jabba's belly, which spoiler alert yes. is not making either of our lists, as we no. both ranked it the consensus <laughs> worst dungeon in it's Ocarina so of bad. Time, probably worst dungeon in forever. And um,
0: cinema. in the history of dungeons, like it, in terms of real, well, in terms of real dungeons, I guess I would rather be in like an oubliette than a, in Jabu Jabu's belly. In real life, you mean, or yeah, in this whole in game? real life, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I would say so too. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I also think that Medley, um, is obviously so much better than, um, what's her ugly, because she acts as an item. Right, you pick her up, and then she can you can fly with her. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. and yeah. she's. Actually, like cool and a good character, and you know all those reasons too. <laughs> yeah, um, I like that. Uh I like that number eight. My
0: number seven uh, is Divine Beast Varuta from Okay, Breath of, the, Breath of the Wild.
1: Tell, yeah, I need to hear this because I, I have, I have. Uh, I'll, I'll go on the record now, as I'm, I might not already be on the record, is that I think the the divine beasts in Breath of the Wild are the thing about the game that I like the least.
0: Yeah, agreed. And I'll start right off the top that I don't find the Divine Beasts to be amazing dungeons generally. The reason this made the list was a couple of factors. One, I thought the mechanic of raising the trunk and manipulating the water, I thought that was cool and like the most enjoyable
1: out of any of the Divine Beasts. I think I would agree with that. It's, It's interesting.
0: Yeah, I think Water Blight Ganon is a cool boss just in terms of designs. I think all the Blight Ganons are cool, but for some reason I like Water Blight the best. Um I think the the attack phase with Sidon um before you actually make it inside the divine beast is the coolest one. Okay. Probably second is the sand surfing. Um but I just like surfing around the lake. I like having Sidon there. Yeah. Um but re- I mean I would say the reason it made the list at all is it's the first divine beast I tackled and it was the first really overwhelming sense of success that I felt in Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And anyone who's played that game the the feelings of exploration and success in that game are unparalleled to me. Yeah. Um, almost. And so this is a lot of nostalgia. I remember defeating this thing um, and feeling really accomplished and feeling really good about the game and myself because I have low self-esteem. <laughs> um, and that is why divine beast Varuta made my list. Do you have any other thoughts about Varuta?
1: I I don't really. And it's because I haven't really played that dungeon since the game came out since like 2017 so it's been quite a while yeah
0: i like i said i mean i remember that one the most i'm trying mm-hmm. to remember the gimmicks of the others and i really don't because i don't i thought their designs were cool of the divine beasts the actual mechanics of their dungeons i found to be kind of meh
1: yeah it's a very repetitive aesthetic um yeah. and i'm not a fan of that so all right give me your number 7 my number 7 is the shadow temple of ocarina of time
0: Oh, that was and, almost on my list,
1: and so and I outlined this a little bit, and I think you also had similar thoughts, and we both ranked it actually. And it's funny because I think so. Spoiler alert: I'm also going to be inconsistent with my Ocarina of Time dungeon rankings. Uh, I think that that's we okay. that we that we did in our episode, and, I'm, and that's totally fine because sometimes these things do switch up in my mind. But the Shadow Temple, I kind of fell in love with all over again on playthrough we did you know, uh, back in December for our, our episode on it. And it's, I love, I mean, I really like the kind of the dungeon, the, the, you know, undead, uh, ghosts, you know, horror theme of the shadow temple. And I love how it feels like you are just descending further and further and further on under the ground as you it, progress this temple I mean it's linear in that way a lot of a lot of Zelda temples circle back on each other and have like a central area this doesn't it's very linear from start to finish and you are progressively getting going lower and lower for the most part
0: it also feels when it opens up like I'm thinking of that large chasm area exactly you have to navigate it almost feels like a real space because something about the dungeon feels a little like haphazard.
1: Yeah. Or like sloppy, but built into a naturally occurring cave or something, right? Like
0: that all feels intentional to me.
1: Yes. And I I love it. And it kind of, it culminates in just an excellent boss battle and just this weird, like bongo bongo, this weird, like creature of like the darkness you 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 go into this room and you fall even further and you land on a drumhead of all things, <laughs> and you know you fight this kind of like creepy ass looking beast and you don't really you don't really have like a gauge on its full form. It's just yeah, a really I love that. Shadow Temple is a really ambitious and masterful, um, creation. As I'm saying this, I'm like, why am I? Why is it at seven? Why isn't it higher? But um, well, and I'll, I'll leave it you... at seven for now.
0: Did you mention the uh, boat set piece? Because that's great. Oh, no, as well. I
1: didn't. Yeah, the boat set piece is excellent.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I love the Shadow Temple. Not a huge fan of the hover boots, but I mean, for the temple, they yeah. got the job. They're there. a slippery bitch, but yeah. it's okay. Uh, I have an Ocarina of Time temple here as right. my number six. Uh, I have the Ocarina of Time Forest Temple. So uh, this ranks number six, it ranks higher than the Forest Temple of Twilight Princess. But I believe the Forest Temple of Twilight Princess is objectively better. Uh, The reason why this one is higher on the list is purely for nostalgia reasons. Okay. Um, I love the design. I love the aesthetic. I think it's cool to have a haunted house kind of mixed with a Forest Temple theme. I thought haunting the pose gets a bit annoying. Um, I thought the boss fight with Phantom Ganon was incredible. Probably one of my favorite boss fights in that whole game. Yeah. Um, I love that you come here as a child so you can get the chance to see it, but you can't go in yet, yeah. um, and in terms of items, the bow, the bow is one of the most useful items in most Zelda games. Um, you get it here, um, and it's super useful for these puzzles. It's kind of fun. I like the bow puzzles, the trippy hallways. but for some reason, as I was alluding to, i like I can't call this a great dungeon. It's very good, but there's like an X factor that some of the others on this list have that I can't put my hmm. finger on I, I almost, almost I'm sorry go ahead this I was, was just,
1: just gonna say I almost wonder if this temple is a little bit too straightforward hmm do you think you feel that way now having played the game so many times because I when this game came out I was searching for those poses forever like if it, it felt like I took a long time to get through this thing
0: yeah. I, yeah, I maybe familiarity is causing me to, um, to rank it lower than it should be or to knock it more than I should. Uh, maybe it's only straightforward to me because I, you know, I played this game like 10 times at least. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I, I love the design. Like I said, Phantom Gana gets huge, huge like bonus points from me. Um, and it's the first temple you do as an adult, which is kind of cool.
1: Yeah. And I'm very curious to don't spoil it for me, but if you have other Ocarina of Time temples higher than this, that is also inconsistent with your list because I think we both were a consensus forest temple number one when we ranked them.
0: Well, here's the thing. That is the last oot one on my list.
1: Wow. I did not did not see that. So we were gonna have a very different list. And I was kind of expecting this. And I didn't want to like I didn't want to kind of ping you before this and try to like figure out like where your headspace was on this, but I just had, I had a feeling. Um, (laughs) And I, I do think that there are potential picks that you could make that would enrage me, but I don't think you're going to pick them.
0: (laughs) I will say one of my, one of my overall deciding factors in anything I do in life uh, is how weird it is. Cause I do, (laughs) I do lean into like weird things a little bit more than you. You like weird things too, um, but I think I'm perhaps a little more forgiving or a little more enthusiastic
1: about kind of weird, off stuff than you are. I, I think it depends on your definition of weird, because I think that you would maybe use that term. You might instinctually use that term to describe. And this isn't like you. You. This is maybe the royal you. <laughs> um, like one, one could like for example, you like you could take like the dumbest ass dungeon of Skyward Sword, which I can't even name because they're all mostly uh and you'd be very forgiving of its like kooky motion control like gimmick that it has and i would describe that as weird yeah i would describe I it right. as a, kind of a nuisance <laughs> but i would also <laughs> but, if, but if i didn't describe it as weird and i was trying to use a less aggressive term i would probably just say i oh, wasn't a fan of its gimmick yeah I, I, I you know like but i think i i think i see what you're saying i'm having a hard time I Fine. think
0: we, I think we have like slightly different values in what, or slightly different things that we value. I think a lot of them are very similar. I think yeah. just like the sliders
1: are a little slightly
0: different for you and I in certain. Gotcha.
1: Because I would describe one I have pretty high as very weird, but yeah actually a I couple I, as very weird several of mine are very weird um yeah. so
0: that and that might be telling too that's like maybe a strength of good dungeons is that they kind of break them
1: yeah so well, we'll see maybe maybe you'll maybe you'll change that opinion about like me and weirdness I'm, I'm curious to see how the rest of my dungeons inform your opinion of me and what you what kind of dungeons right. you think i like um i will every thought i have of you will be based on that <laughs> I'm going to talk about this one just really, really fast. So uh, my number six is Hyrule Castle from Breath of the Wild. OK, it is this sprawling, massive, totally or almost totally optional dungeon to explore. And it is the first time. I, I, so I think that Hyrule Castle has often looked very cool and like silhouette and like in the background when you're like trouncing around Hyrule Field, but Like, especially in Twilight Princess, I really dig the look of Hyrule Castle and Twilight Princess. But this, but Breath of the Wild was the first time I felt like Hyrule Castle was like a real and lived in place or was is now abandoned.
0: Yeah. And you do go to Hyrule Castle, the interior in Twilight Princess. And I remember not loving it.
1: Yeah. And a lot of times it's like a really cool exterior and the interior feels very video gamey. This is like a very like so many nooks and crannies to explore. And it's very in keeping with like the kind of game Breath of the Wild is. And I think they absolutely nailed this. I had so much fun. Like when I first went in there, I kind of got into this like tiny room that I couldn't really figure out how to get out of. And I just snuck in past some of the guardians. And then I, I left and I went about um the rest of the game. But I remember thinking about Hyrule Castle and what I had missed and how big it was and how little I saw and how much fun I had when I was there until I got a chance to go back. And, you know, I feel like I spent like an entire session exploring every little bit of it and getting every single item and fighting fighting every enemy that was there on my way to you know the eventual final boss uh, but it's it's a really big place that you can just kind of dip in and out of if you want or you could tackle all at once and if you tackle it all at once it is very sprawling but i don't th- feel like it ever gets boring it never um, gets
0: boring um yeah. i would also say that this is probably in terms of enemies the most challenging dungeon
1: on the list or at least one of the
0: most challenging dungeons on either of our and a minimum
1: just for the enemies guarding it exactly yeah Yeah.
0: and then once you get in like it's it's tricky they want you to go there near the end of the game but as you mentioned you can go there whenever you want which is also like a big plus about that area
1: and this this makes my list without even considering like i didn't consider any items you get or the final boss of ganon at all i'm doing this totally off of the way this looks and how it made me feel that's that's yeah, really the, I, that's the dominating thing here. I mean, I have notes on bosses for most of these, but bosses is really not the deciding factor on any of these.
0: No, I think this is
1: a great pick. I um I'm kind of jealous. I didn't even think of it. Um you texted me. You were like I actually thought this was what you were thinking of when you said uh it does Gannon's Castle count as a as a dungeon. And I said, "Well, yes. maybe
0: maybe you'll see on well, this list."
1: I will see. Yeah. What's your number five?
0: My number five is Angler's Tunnel from Link's Awakening. That's a great one. I I didn't make my
1: list. Uh, it's an honorable mention of mine. Uh tell me, let's talk about it.
0: Um, I hate water levels in any game for any reason. Um, hate Echo, (laughs) hate, just hate it. Just
1: hate swimming levels in Mario. (laughs) Echo is a water game. (laughs) (laughs) It's the worst idea of all time.
0: Every level is a water level, you can't escape. Um, no, I, I don't generally like water levels, even though I like water as an aesthetic. Um, I think this one I like because it's side-scrolling in 2d, but your movement doesn't feel as compromised or hindered as it does in other 2d games like Mario. Um, but swimming in Zelda in 3d never feels great. Mm -hmm. Um, especially like twilight or I'm sorry, not twilight princess skyward sword where you have that weird, like spin dash in the water. Um, I never really think swimming works. Um, But I do like it here. Also, the flippers are a pretty useful item like throughout the game in general, and it helps you find a lot of hidden items. Mm-hmm. Um, And I love the anglerfish boss fight, especially in the Switch version. It's a cool boss fight, like this giant anglerfish with a glowing globe at the front, uh, or yeah, in front of its face, yeah. um, filling up almost the whole Game Boy screen. That was very cool. But the way they have it in the Switch, it's very dark and kind of the only source of light is the Anglerfish's light, which I think is very cool.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um, that's,
0: that's yeah. Cool and I, I I like that it's multi-level, like a lot of Link's Awakening dungeons are, but it doesn't use that gimmick to annoyance
1: that like Eagle Tower does or other ones. I'm going to plug a, a, an unrelated game that has, I was just talking to my brother about this last weekend, that has great water levels. It's a 2D game. It's Rayman Legends okay rayman legends has excellent water levels and i think also the donkey kong country return series like that and tropical freeze also do water levels pretty well they do water levels, okay right rayman legends i think i have great water levels
0: Uh, maybe i'll check that out is that on switch it is oh
1: and it's often very uh much discounted too Mm, Uh, it's a it's a a wonderful 2d platform i would love to do it for this show
0: but yeah, Angler's Tunnel, I would say strongest Link's Awakening dungeon
1: to me. Speaking of water levels, Aaron, oh, my number five is the Water Temple from oh, the 3DS version of
0: Ocarina of Time. 3DS version. So, you know what? I was thinking about the Water Temple, and, you know, I like it compared to the vast majority of Zelda dungeon. Like, I don't find it as annoying as other people, but I don't find it
1: great so i'm very excited to hear your passionate well well, we can't go off my bullet points because i so i did i did like once we came up with the idea i immediately just like stream of consciousness kind of while i was doing other things wrote down at like just random shit about these things from memory yeah my first bullet point under this is just says hell yeah (laughs) i don't know but um okay so I, I probably detailed this on our episode, but I'll go over it again. So I, I noted that this is different than our episode um, that we did because I had shadow temple, shadow temple higher than this when we did that episode. Um, but I thought about it a lot and I have always liked the water temple, not ironically, even the original. I think the 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 temple aesthetic is just so it's so beautiful yeah. I think the music is just incredible, and it's serene yet kind of vaguely threatening. And I don't really the, the 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 enemies aren't really that interesting, and the puzzles can be tedious. But I think that really adds to the atmosphere. Like this is this is not a dungeon where enemies are like a huge focus. No, I think. The, it's a, the it's dungeon an obstacle it's, course, if anything.
0: Yeah, the dungeon itself, like navigating the dungeon, is the challenge.
1: Yeah, and. I think Morpha is a really cool boss. I always liked the the cutscene with Morpha. I really kind of just like the design of Morpha. It was very different from these like you know from Phantom Ganon, and Forest Temple, and and the and Volvagia or Volvagia and the and you know a big dragon beast that came before. It was very different. It was very just innovative i the long shot is great i mean yes it's just you quickly get an upgrade to your hook shot but so what (laughs) the long the
0: long slash hook shot is one of the best items in all of zelda so
1: yeah and and the 3ds version of this game specifically like I, I, i truly if i was if i was just doing this uh if i couldn't count the 3ds i might have the shadow temple higher than this but when i thought about the 3ds version how damn good it looks and i watched some footage to remind myself of that it, it, it's just it looks great, and and obviously the iron boots thing you can just flip them on and off easily. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's awesome. Um, and so I, I like I like uh, I like it here. I like it here. at My number five.
0: All right, uh, my number four. We're going from water to ice. Uh, my number four is the Snow Peak Ruins from Twilight Princess.
1: So I forgot to mention this earlier when we when you mentioned one that's higher on my list. Do you want to pause until we get? Because I I actually have it higher. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh, um, Give me your number
1: four. Uh, Arbiter's Grounds.
0: Interesting. Twilight Princess. Oh, I. OK. Again, I would love to hear your spirit in <clears throat>
1: defense of this. Oh, I. so this this I almost had my number three because uh, I love it so much. So it is this this dungeon comes at the perfect time. So as I played Twilight Princess the first time and every time I played it since and every time I've thought of it afterwards, I think that. It's run of dungeons after the first three are really unassailable for the most part. The, yeah, no, the Sky sometimes bothers me, but it, it is quite the run of dungeons yeah. and I, and it really stands in sharp contrast to what came before. Not that I don't enjoy the three that came before. I think I don't love like the water. I think it's the waterbed. Te- I forgot what it's called. The, the water temple, the lake bed temple. Yeah. I, the Laura mines is kind of interesting and the forest temple is Okay. I mean, it's good. I think they're they those are two are both good. The, the the lake bed not as much, but it's just perfect time. It, it reminds me of like it's the same position as in the forest temple, like the first dungeon of like the last five, right? You'll usually the the rhythm is you do three and then something big story thing happens and yeah. then you do five uh five more, and at least, well not including the final like Hyrule Castle and such. But you know what I mean? Yeah it's great timing it, who doesn't love a prison in the middle of the desert like it is a it is like this the mummy-esque like it's like catacombs like egyptian inspired experience of a, a an ancient like rotting prison under the ground basically with ghosts mummies and skeletons running around okay Not to i have mention, to stop you you get the spinner, Aaron. The spinner is an amazing I know. weapon. Well, it's an amazing weapon. And mode of transportation.
0: Also, it it does have use outside of the dungeon, which is great. Um, But I thought you were talking about, I got Arbiter's Grounds confused with where you get the Master Sword. No, 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 no. Um, that's why I was so confused. I'm like, why do you like that area? Like, it has that really awful puzzle with the jumping stone guardians.
1: Oh, oh, like you're talking about like the 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 pre area before the Temple of Time. That's
0: what I'm thinking. No, 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 Arbiter's grounds is great. I love Arbiter's grounds.
1: Great, great, great temple. Um, the boss is cool. Stallard. Um, very spinner heavy fight. Um, you're kind of just going around in a circle, jumping around like tony hawking all yourself uh but around it, this arena but it feels so high octane it really does and there's a lot of this dungeon feels like that i mean i it's it, a given day it deserves to be my number three but i, I i'm gonna explain why um what i have is my number three gets the edge uh all I mean, right yeah
0: um my number three is the stone tower temple from majora's
1: mask let's park or let's uh let's wait on it all right, all right. Um, I, had a, I had a feeling that would make your list. Oh yeah,
0: uh, it's it's weird.
1: Um, well, we can talk. Your number three we can now. talk about Snow Peak Ruins now because it makes it's Let's my number it. three. Uh, it's so that's two four. Twilight Princesses in a row. Um, so here's my quick and dirty on uh, Snow Peak Ruins. Uh, and, and it it gets the edge over Arbiter's Grounds because it is stuck in my memory longer and more vividly than Arbiter's Grounds has. And since, the, since the day I played it, yeah. it totally changed the way I thought of a dungeon. And it felt so odd coming across as like a mansion that was a dungeon. And it's weird because you can turn anything into a dungeon. I mean, the angler fish. I mean, you, you I think you fight quite literally in like, a. I don't know, like a carcass of an animal at some something. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> not. Maybe not that. But like, you know, the volcano can be a dungeon and all this kind of stuff. But like,
0: yeah, I think you're you're talking about dungeons that aren't temples, which yeah. I also love.
1: Yeah. And it's an abandoned snowy mansion isolated in the middle of this massive snow filled mountainous cavern. And you're like you arrive there almost as if it's a locate like a mini like a side quest, not as if it's a dungeon. Like I remember I think I, you stroll in. You run into, like, the Yetis, right? And they're just like, hey, yeah. help us make some soup. And I'm like, okay, this is a weird, like, when do I get to the next dungeon? Like, I'll get a piece of the heart out of this. Right, and then I think I got, like, the map, and I'm like, wait, this is a dungeon. It was so, I mean, I might be misremembering and maybe playing a little around with it for dramatic purposes. But, like, it, it was really surprising. It was genuinely surprising to me that this was a dungeon. I don't think I realized it fast enough. And, like, the ball and chain item you get in it is not... The most amazing thing and like I think the Twilight Mirror turning uh, the Yeti Yetta into a boss that like just rages out on you is very cool, but not like nearly the most memorable thing. But I will never forget playing this dungeon for the first time and in, in subsequent times and just thinking it's so damn cool where it is. Yeah. The atmosphere is just it's so awesome.
0: Yeah, I'll echo pretty much all of those things. Um, I like dungeons that aren't temples, like I said. Um, something that almost made the list was Thieves Hideout from A Link Between Worlds. Mm, um, just because it's one. the same idea. Like you have to infiltrate this Thieves Hideout. It's not a dungeon, it's part of your quest though. Um, and it feels more like a real space. Like this mansion, yeah, it's dungeonified, it's video gamified a bit, but it also feels like a real space. Yeah. Um, I love that you swing on chandeliers. Yes, please give me more of that. Uh, and we get link snowboarding as as part
1: of the beginning or end of this experience. Yeah, remember, to, to, but... to, to get there to, to, to arrive there, there yeah. you have to snowboard down. It's awesome.
0: Um, Blizzetta. Yeah, sucks as a boss. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like you said, I love the I, the lore idea of it. But in terms of mechanics, it's pretty awful.
1: It's no. it's OK. It's just but it's not nearly the most memorable part about this, It's, but it is quite the experience. I, I was I was riding very high um, yeah. by, the, by the end of this temple.
0: And again, it's it's a temple that if you described to someone on paper would not sound appealing. Like the concept of the temple is or this dungeon is it's a snowbound mansion where two yetis live and their husband and wife and they're taking care of each other and you're helping them. Yeah. Like if, if I told you that you probably wouldn't think it would be a standout dungeon.
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. But it somehow pulls it off. So yeah.
0: All right. Um, Are you ready to talk about stone tower or should we move to my number two? <laughs> Let's do your number two. Okay. My number two is flooded Hyrule slash Ganon's tower from wind waker.
1: Okay. So I, I should have realized that this was the one. Well, I, I mean, I was focused on the Breath of the Wild Hyrule Castle that I love so much. This is this is a great one. Let, let, yeah. Let's talk about it. I, I I didn't think of this as an honorable mention or a, a candidate for my list, but I would put it as an honorable mention.
0: I would say it wins like purely for lore and aesthetic reasons. Totally. Just because there's not like much to the dungeon part itself, or at least very little that I remember. I remember the atmosphere. I remember ascending Ganon's tower. With the music playing, the puppet boss fight was fucking incredible. Um, The final boss fight at the top of the tower, best final boss fight in any Zelda game, hands down. Uh, This would have made my number one. The only reason it doesn't is because it doesn't actually have like really great puzzle elements. Mm. Um, It's pretty straightforward. But in terms of lore, in terms of aesthetic, in terms of mood, in terms of spectacle, flooded Hyrule and Ganon's Tower, like chef's kiss.
1: Yeah, I agree with about the puppet fight um it's it's excellent it's a all the reasons you just said it's great
0: yeah, yeah yeah it's it's one of those areas too that i think they probably would have beefed up with more development time but as it is like i i love it yeah all
1: i right, forgot so. i forgot to stop you earlier when you mentioned forest temple because my number 2 is the forest temple of ocarina of time very nice uh i think it has the best dungeon music um in Ocarina of Time, even more so than Water Temple music, which I love. Uh, it's so haunting. It's like this, we, again, just to kind of re- you know repeat a couple of things you said. It's like this overgrown, like, haunted mansion. Less overgrown than the Forest Temple in Twilight Princess. But I, I like the the use of the, ha- the haunted mansion with these twisted corridors and ghosts. I mean, the bowings, bow is an amazing weapon. Phantom Ganon is one of the best, if not the best Zelda bosses. Like, it is it is a real, it, it is really atmospheric, and i will never ever ever forget my first time playing it and i it, it is the temple i think of when i think of ocarina of time um even yeah more so I, in the water temple this in the this in the water temple um absolutely
0: yeah this in the water temple for me as well yeah um yeah it's just it's got a lot going for it i even like what is it, the minuet of forest that teleports you there i yeah. even like
1: that song absolutely um,
0: yeah what's your number one Nine number 1. Well, okay, so I'm assuming your number 1 is Stone Temple Tower.
1: <laughs> yeah, you want well, well, let's talk about. It. Let's hold people okay. in suspense for years. Yeah, my number 1 is Stone Temple Tower. That um, is the we should say it's the final
0: dungeon in Majora's Mask.
1: Correct. Um and, and and that's not to say I don't like the other Majora's Mask dungeons. They just don't um th- this what w- this has never left my mind and I feel like in some ways this is the definitive zelda dungeon um if, if you're gonna play links this past is really up there yeah and sorry to everyone who uh, i mean i have no 2d zelda games on my list um and i really thought hard about that and i was tr- almost trying to find one that i thought was more deserving than all the ones i mentioned and i gotta be honest i'm a 3d zelda boy
0: i know and i desperately wanted to find something from oracle of seasons which i love but none of them i have them one as a
1: as an honorable mention, I'll, I'll mention one of Oracle Seasons. But yeah, so again, we're not going to do a whole spiel on Majora's Mask right now. Um, I feel like this is like a underplayed dungeon, despite how popular Majora's Mask is in its circle of fans. Um, Underplayed by like the, the rest of the world in a way, or maybe forgotten by people who might have played Majora when it came out, but didn't it didn't kind of really work for. And I was actually one of those people. It didn't totally work with me. I put it down and then I had to come back to it. Um, So the setting is a kind of can- Canyon Canyon is kind of at the top of this Canyon. And it feels like this really strange and ominous, but yet eerily inviting place of worship. But like of what, like yeah. light darkness, Majora, like it's creepy. it's 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 creepy but inviting and it is i mean it's i wouldn't say it's totally sprawling i think it's like organized chaos and that's even before you realize that the whole dungeon can be inverted
0: (laughs) that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say it kind of has to be because it's operating in some ways as like two dungeons yeah but like in terms of all the
1: things that you get to do here so you get i mean i'm just gonna say also the music is super cool (laughs) it's so cool (laughs) it's it's not my favorite zelda dungeon music ever but it's up there you get to use all four of your transformations and most if not all of your items which some final dungeons do not necessarily do that in a way that feels as exciting as here
0: that's typically what ganon's castle does has you kind of use everything when there's a ganon's castle level um, I love there, there really isn't a Ganon's castle esque level in Majora's Mask Cause there's no Ganon. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's not like a final area. This counts as just a like temple that you complete, but this is essentially like a Ganon's castle and that you're using everything.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, it also makes use of the elegy of emptiness, which doesn't have a ton of uses, but is an incredibly haunting and terrifying song really. Yeah. Um, to kind of do some of the switch puzzles, um, you know, you get to there's like fire themed puzzles, there's water themed puzzles, there's mirror shield themed puzzles. It's great, and you know, obviously turning the whole dungeon upside down and having access to so many more items and, th- and solutions is is so cool. I, the, I guess the last couple things I'll mention about it is that getting so you get all 15 stray fairies, which are hard like so much harder to find here, I think, than in the other ones. But you get an awesome ass sword if you do that. You get the great sure fairy do. sword, which is yes. just so cool um and i mean you get the giant's mask here which is also awesome even though it's a one-time use uh you don't even have to use it Tell I think it's like, about
0: the use because the use is fucking awesome
1: yeah so uh, uh, to lead up to that there, there's a cool lead up to the boss you enter the boss room you jump in this like rainbow portal like thing that transports you to the middle of this like endless desert you know like where am i right now am i like on another planet, like this, is this under the ground? It can't be. Like, where is this? Doesn't matter. um And you fight Twin Mold, these like two giant floating centipede-like sand creatures, which is the name being an homage and color scheme being an homage to Twin Rova. And you can use the giant's mask here to basically to become massive and beat the shit out of them.
0: <laughs> become yeah. So Twin Rova, uh, or I'm sorry, Twin Mold. Twin Mold when it starts is enormous. Yeah. Um, but you can basically have like a kaiju fight with it.
1: Yes. And like in the 3DS version, I think you get the mask in the boss fight. You do. Whereas in this N64-1, you I think you have to kill an enemy to get it. But yeah, it it is just an awesome ending to just such an incredible temple. And I thought about putting Forest Temple over there because I feel like in, in other ways, the Forest Temple is one of the most definitive Zelda dungeons and definitely one I've played more and experienced more and have a lot of love and affection for it. but I I'm not trying to be one of those fucking people that's like but your's mask man you got to you got to it's a real shit man like mm-hmm. I I genuinely think that this might be the best Zelda dungeon ever and I I feel good having it as my number one favorite
0: Yeah, I think what makes this dungeon, you know, for all the reasons you said, um, and we kind of alluded to it, but it uses every part of the buffalo of Majora's Mask, which not every Zelda game does with their dungeons. Yeah. Um, It's it's firing on all cylinders. For me, I have this at number three. And the only reason it doesn't rate higher on the list is, I've said it before, I'll say it again, Majora's Mask is a guide game. So you either know exactly what you need to do, or be following a guide to get all the fairies and finish the temple before the three days pass. Yes, you can use the inverted song of time to slow things down. But again, you need to be knowing what you're doing to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going in Majora's Mask without a guide, if you're kind of just bumming around, um, you may not be able to beat this temple within the three days, which would suck.
1: Yeah, and, and I guess to your point, if I was to hold anything against this, the really the one it gets is that it is, it's tough and it's not like an easy pick up and play dungeon. Like, no. if you, if I was able to just pick up any Zelda game and pick any dungeon I want and play with as many hearts or whatever, the, like the items you have up to that point, like you could just crank all these out easily. Like, this would be hard. This would be a challenge. And if you haven't been playing Majora's Mask and you suddenly were dropped into this, it'd be a little confusing because there's a lot of things at work here. And so, yeah i guess it, it it you know it could be faulted for that for sure but yeah it's um it's just wonderful
0: yeah yeah
1: do you want to hear the most wonderful of all zelda dungeons i, I if you say something from skyward sword aaron i swear to god um it is ancient cistern skyward sword oh my
0: god. that's not a joke that's real <laughs> I know. Somehow Uh, I just somehow I just uh... um, I love the ancient cistern. If you're going to give that game credit for one dungeon, you have to give it to ancient cistern.
1: You have to. So, okay, just just before you do this. I, I I'm being, I'm being a dick. I'm like, I'm leading in like the, like, I think this is like the worst decision and that you're an idiot. I don't think, <laughs> I, I don't think either of those things, <laughs> but I, please. I just, I mean, Skyward sword is the only Zelda game I've played where I'm like that get, that might no Zelda games are a C except maybe that one. It is. Um, a and I'm, I'm actually the, the one temple in this that I almost even had as an honorable mention that i admire is the skykeep be just because okay. of its gimmick i i will say that the ancient cisterns like general aesthetic is probably the most appealing of all the dungeons in, in that game and is is isn't is an objectively cool place to be hating a game in <laughs>
0: You heard it here first. James said, "Ancient cistern <laughs> is
1: cool." Sorry, um, please. I, I I didn't mean to rob you of this moment. I'm so sorry. Please,
0: no, no, you're fine. I well because I, I enjoy hearing uh, criticisms of it and of Skyward Sword in general. Because you're right, it's kind of a C Zelda game. But this dungeon, I think, is a standout. I love everything about it. I think the design, the aesthetic, the top half of the dungeon is this beautiful tranquil lotus pond with the top half of this giant buddha statue um below is this like hellscape dungeon area and i think to extrapolate being an english major i think it's supposed to represent ideas about like buddhism and the afterlife and like the you know underworld and the above world um and i think it's it just it forms an aesthetic unit that i think functions very successfully there's a lot um, of
1: swimming in it if i recall correctly aaron
0: there is a lot of swimming in it and, and, and you it,
1: say it's, skyward sword is the worst swimming it is
0: the worst swimming but somehow <laughs> i'm so I confused don't mind by <laughs> that. i don't mind it i don't know what it is i just love the ancient cistern even the whip which is not super useful outside the dungeon uh but it does have clever puzzles within the dungeon which i which i like um but in terms of like combat and stuff throughout the rest of the game it's not worthwhile I just love the ancient cistern. It's just it's beautiful, especially if you were playing it on the Wii. Um, One of the things I didn't love about the Switch remaster is that it kind of screws with the graphics. Like the Wii far off distances looked more painterly um, than they do in the Switch remaster. The Switch remaster has more fidelity, which you could argue either way, which is better. Mm -hmm. But I think playing this on the Wii with the more painterly style of draw distance makes the aesthetic of this place sing.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's not it's not your it's not your general inclusion of this. It's it being your number one that totally surprises me.
0: Well, I think w- the second you said favorite Zelda dungeons, ancient cistern popped in my head immediately, and I was oh. like,
1: oh okay, yeah, that's number yeah. one. Yeah, you can't. I guess you can't argue with that gut instinct. And that's yeah, that's how I felt about Stone Temple Tower.
0: Yeah, I yeah, it was my first gut instinct, and then I kind of thought about it, and I thought about the others on my list, and I'm like, nope. Like when I think Zelda dungeon, I think ancient cistern. Hmm. All right. And that is my number one.
1: Uh, let's recap. Um, my number eight was the Earth Temple of Wind Waker. My number seven, Shadow Temple, Ocarina of Time. My number six, Hyrule Castle, Breath of the Wild. Number five, Water Temple, Ocarina of Time for 3DS. Number four, Arbiter's Grounds, Twilight Princess. Number three, Snow Peak Ruins, Twilight Princess, which I think are back to back in the game, which come on. Yeah, pretty are, great. I, I think they're back to back. And then Temple of Time is after maybe uh my number two forest temple from ocarina of time and my number one stone temple tower from majora's mask
0: excellent list now let's go to the official one mine <laughs>
1: no.
0: um the official order of eight best zelda dungeons number eight the forest temple from twilight princess number seven divine beast va ruta from breath of the wild number six the forest temple from ocarina of time number five angler's tunnel Link's awakening number four snow peak ruins twilight princess Number 3 Stone Temple Tower, Majora's Mask, number 2 Flooded Hyrule and Ganon's Tower, Wind Waker, and the greatest Zelda dungeon, you heard it here first. James agrees. He <laughs> said it was cool, the ancient cistern from Skyward Sword.
1: Man, if we had if everything I said was cool was said to be the best, there'd be no best. Well, you gotta stop saying things are cool. I yeah, I guess so. I yeah. didn't realize that my word is my bond in that way. It truly is. <laughs> Shit.
0: Um. So that was that was top eight Zelda dungeons. Uh. I think we should talk about maybe a little bit why we picked eight. It's because there's typically eight dungeons, right?
1: Yep. And yeah, eight main dungeons. Um. And and I we you named uh, you had a couple of my honorable mentions on uh, on your list, not ancient cistern. So I'll just name one honorable mention, the Sword and Shield Maze, the final dungeon of Oracle of Seasons. Um, okay. I, I love me a good uh, ice theme. I love me a good lava theme. And I love me a good dual ice and lava theme. Uh, the, yeah. floor, the floor maps are shaped like a sword and a shield. That was really cool for my, I don't know, 10-year-old brain. Uh, lots of use of the Rocks Cape, which is a great item. And it's the only dungeon in Sabrosia, a really cool area. All right. I'm
0: with you. Um, I don't really have any honorable mentions besides thieves hideout. I like thieves hideout. Okay. Not the Again, ship a... in
1: Skyward Sword. Not the ship. Well, actually I do
0: kind of like the ship in Skyward Sword.
1: I think it's a cool location. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, All right. uh, we're recording this just like two days after recording our last one. So we can't really talk about what we've been up to unless we like pretend like it's next week. And Yeah. So what have you been up to, Aaron? I've been playing Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, it was. It was really bad. Uh, I put it down and I started playing uh, Elmo's Letter Adventure instead. Oh,
0: perfect. Uh, Classic, classic Elmo. uh,
1: Yeah. How about about you?
0: Um, So one thing I'll mention I didn't mention last time is I picked up and I sent pictures to you, but of these old archives, um, like, bound collections of old, like, weird science and, like, Tales from the Crypt, uh, EC Comics. Yeah. And they are a blast to flip through and read. Um, I read a couple of the stories in them. They're very cheesy, uh, but they're very, like, pulp comic 50s, 60s kind of stuff. Uh, If you're at all interested in that, I recommend just Googling, like, EC Archives and just checking out the images.
1: Okay. Um, They're great, like, coffee table books. If um, you – were willing to let me borrow one of them sometime I would gladly borrow like your favorite of the ones that you've
0: yeah absolutely out. I yeah I would love to uh I'd love to expose them to you I want you I want you to be exposed yeah
1: I want you to expose yourself to
0: me. <laughs> yeah um so I've been doing that I didn't mention that last time but that's been a lot of fun
1: <laughs> I'm very happy to hear that yeah um yeah I haven't really uh I haven't really done a lot since the last time we recorded so Don't be a Grinch about it.